And now, your local forecast. Welcome back to the forecast. This is a very special and very late episode. Today, we're testing out the new studio for the forecast. So hopefully it sounds just as good as the last 19 episodes. Just looks a lot better. Well, yeah, we're still figuring out. So for those of you watching, we're still figuring out how we want to set this all up. But currently, this is like the, uh, I don't know, the standard set that we've built in the film studio. And we're rolling on the new cameras and it's got all the new lights. And I've already figured out I need more lights. <laughs> <laughs> There's always something else, isn't there? Yeah. But those, those that are listening, this will still be a podcast, but it's very much now a TV show. The production's like leveled up. Yeah, we were talking off camera before as to whether we keep wearing headphones and I'm even thinking eventually, I love these microphones, but eventually like lav mics. So it's just us. Which one, what are they? You know, the little ones that sit on your collar. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case we need to do some activities or something, we got, we're not oh, yeah. bunkered down. Absolutely. And also just, you know, less clunky stuff. But if anybody that's watched Impulsive, uh, we're using all the same gear. Yeah. So. Also, if there's any feedback, let us know. If, if the cameras feel weird or the angles or visually something's off, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Because well, you look at like the trajectory we took in the last room. It, t- it took us weeks before we started to get happy with the, the, the output. Oh, totally. And this already, I'm, I'm sort of looking, we've got a monitor to the side. And yeah, Andrew's like, on that one. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, we could have fixed that. But hey, this is uh, the start of the new iteration of the forecast, which will be basically a TV YouTube series. I would like to think this is almost like season two. It wasn't an official break, but <laughs> yeah. we did take a break. We had to take a break. Yes. So apologies to everybody that messaged. Uh, it's effectively been a month. Yeah, I actually was supposed to look at the date between the last episode and when that came out. Um, obviously, we recorded one that didn't come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd say about a month at least. The uh, the short story, we'll go on to the long story. The short story is uh, we now have a new arrival, Baby Alice. Congratulations. Thank you. But um, Full house now. It's a full house. I haven't slept... Uh, in a long time, and uh, I've lost a bit of weight too. Uh, Dude, I noticed that, hey? Yeah, so <laughs> I'm, uh, I've started the uh, the meal replacement shakes. I wasn't sure if it was just like the lack of beard, and then I was like, nah. A very personal episode, this one, uh, just want to explain basically uh, what, what's been going on. So effectively, we had to take a break because uh, after the delivery of Alice, some things didn't go to plan. Mm-hmm. So I haven't even told you. No, I'm completely unaware of what's happened. Obviously, we did keep in contact, but I had to give you some personal space. I didn't want to bug you. I could tell that, you know, some some serious things were happening, so I just... Yeah, I just basically sent a message out to immediate family and friends that uh, would have probably noticed that I'd gone a bit quiet just to sort of say, hey, this is the situation, but we are managing. I'll keep you updated. So we booked this induction, and and how that works is you rock up to the hospital at 6 o'clock in the morning... And uh, we were at a private hospital and you get set up in the delivery suite. Basically throughout the day you're just monitoring, but essentially it's like a chemical medical intervention to bring on labour. And everything went really well. Like I'm so proud of Rach, uh, child number two. Uh, We thought it was going to be quicker and easier and it definitely was. We basically just had movies on all day in the suite and we played lots of music and it was just a good vibe, good energy. And it was, it was quite incredible. When Rachel was ready to push, when she had contractions, it took Rachel uh, less than four minutes to deliver and Whoa. two pushes. So, wow. Yeah, like 
I have no comparison, but it sounds impressive. Well, you know. <laughs> don't, don't they sometimes go for like. Days. Yeah, man. <laughs> it can be really quite traumatic. Yeah. Uh, there's often complications or things that don't go to plan. But this, this one in particular, we were very, very blessed and very, mm. very grateful. We delivered a beautiful, healthy girl. And then I've gone home. We have a, a toddler as well. So mother-in-law was down to, from the country to help out with, uh, with that and stayed the night at home. It was actually the first night Rachel had been away from our son Mm-hmm. And it was my first night away from our daughter. Yeah. But we didn't realise because we, we the first rounds uh, with William, we actually, uh, it was during the pandemic. So incredibly isolated and, and we just haven't, we, I didn't realise until now, we haven't left each other's side. So I do have the travel itch. I'm ready to leave Adelaide and go yeah. do stuff. Like we have just been in our own bubble for the longest time and this really highlighted that. Yeah. So the next day I go to the hospital and everything's going great. But I did notice the... Um, Bubs was looking very yellow. So it's common. I don't think it's that common, but it's common uh, for Bubs to be yellow after delivery. It's called jaundice. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it all works, but the, some blood from Rach went into mm. Ali. And that's a problem if the blood types are different, yeah. which in this case they were. So uh, Rach's blood, blood type and Ali's are different. And uh, we didn't know at the time, but that was going to cause some some pretty major complications with blood incompatibility. Right. Jaundice is one of those things where it's, uh, like I was saying, it's kind of common for bubs to have that, but they, they sort of recover in the days after. It doesn't get worse. What was happening was our little girl was getting it worse and more severe. We have one night together and the next morning on Saturday, the day before Father's Day here in Australia, I'm noticing her colour is getting worse. And I say to Rach, not happy about this. Let's give the hospital a call. So we did. And they said, okay, well, jaundice starts from the head and the yellow progressively moves further and further down. So if it gets to the belly button, let us know. And we're like, it's at the belly button. So gets to 9.30 Saturday night, which is effectively enough time to then be able to go back and have these tests because you have to wait a certain amount of time. So we go in and we have this, these tests done. We leave the hospital, we go home for the second time and it's the night before Father's Day and we get a phone call from our paediatrician at 11.30 at night. We need to rush Ali to emergency. Her levels have come back higher than expected. She needs to have therapy immediately. She's in a dangerous zone. And uh, yeah, I was actually, <laughs> I was working on, on my laptop at the time because I did want to hear the results. I wanted to make sure that we're all good so I didn't go to bed. How could you? Nah, well, I'm a bit of a control freak, so it was just sort of whatever. But the crazy thing is, is we're all sort of on the couch and we've got our bubs and everything's fine. Mm. Um, and then we all get in the car and I'm driving down Hindley Street, which is our, I guess, the strip yeah. of Adelaide yeah. at that time of night, which is like the worst time to be going through the city and there's all these young people going clubbing. And I was just thinking, wow. Eight years ago, very different story for me. Uh, you were on the outside of the car. As opposed to sitting in the car panicking, being like, I need to get to the hospital. Mm. On arrival, oh, got the best park, got one of the freely available parks right out the front of emergency, which was great. We walk in, go to women's assessment and they say, no, you're not a client, you're not, uh, you're not a patient of ours, so you need to go line up an emergency. And we're like, no, the, the story that we've been given is that you were meant to know that we were coming. This is, you know... <laughs> Quite an emergency. Yeah. We're in an emergency here. Um, so for anybody that's ever lined up at emergency, there's often like 50 people there. 
and uh, we're now in this line. I'm starting to panic. Like we're on the phone to our pediatrician updating her like, hey, this is where we're at. And she's like, no, that's not good enough. Yeah. And we're like, well, do we jump the queue? She's like, no, don't do that. Yeah, because you'll piss them off. You're going to piss so many people off. Like just, just hold tight. Give it 15 minutes. Everybody's in masks too, but they could obviously see in my eyes. I start pleading with people in the line and I say, I'm so sorry. I say, excuse me, everyone. We have a two-day-old girl. We've been told that she needs to be seen, like see a specialist now. Are you happy for us to take your spot in line? And dude, some faith restored in humanity, like everyone in that line, it's like, absolutely, come on yeah. through. I was oh, so grateful. Yeah. And we, we did say like to everybody, like, thank you so much. And there's like these sick kids and stuff, but we just didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Anyway, we get to the front of the line and the triage nurse is looking at us like, she's watched. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she goes, and we just start, blah, 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 yeah. we need to be here, whatever. Unleash. And she just goes, wait, I still need to finish the paperwork for the previous person. Just wait, just hold on. We're still on the phone to the pediatrician. She needs to get into therapy right now. Such and such is waiting for you. What is going on? We're like, we've got to the front of the queue, but we're not a patient of this hospital. So we got no urgent attention. We even gave Rachel's birthday instead of Ali's birthday yeah. when we were having to fill out all this stuff. We're like, I, I understand that we had to fill out paperwork. We're in shock zone, yeah. But I'm like, who cares about the paperwork? Let's just get her into the Right, the man, there's right? just more important things right now. So I understand, but at the time I, we were both yep. absolutely peaking. Like, oh, adrenaline of, would have yeah, been oh, like dude. through the roof. Yeah. Absolutely. So we answered all the questions as best we could. Then we were taken away to a waiting room yeah. uh, and waited for the special. Now, what felt like 20 minutes was probably 30 seconds, but it, we're just now in this room. I call the pediatrician now. It's not Rachel speaking to her. And I'm like, what is going on? We're being reassured that everything's going to be okay, especially now that we're in. But I was starting to get a bit uh, agitated. <laughs> so now we're just sitting there looking at each other three hours ago. I'm sitting on the couch yeah. as we are right now. Healthy bubs, good, good to go. MacBook out. MacBook out, just like life's great, fantastic. Now we're here. Nurse comes in and takes us up to the neonatal intensive care unit and it's game on. They're like, right, they pull out. So it's called phototherapy. So um, effectively uh, a way for when, when red blood cells are broken down um, in the liver, if the liver's not coping, there are other ways that you can metabolise um, it's called Billy Rubin and, and Ali had like really high levels, like super high levels. So they put out, um, it's called phototherapy. So similar how we're sitting under lights now, they pull out ultraviolet lights and a blanket that looks like Avatar. You know the tail on Avatar or the creatures and it's yeah. like all fibre optic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a fibre optic pad. It's all bright blue. So they put Ali on this pad. We're also with other really sick kids, which is super confronting. Like yes. we've just gone from zero to 100 Probably one of the worst. Like a hospital is bad enough and the last place you want to be is like ECU and then the pediatric ward is like. It's now uh, two o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah. So I'm getting all this paperwork and it's just hectic. Like the only section of the paperwork that I really need to worry about was they, they wanted to start with, um, it's like a blood plasma. So Rach and I just, all of a sudden we're ushered up to this room, uh, the next level up from where, where Bubs is. And uh, we're just sitting there and we're looking at each other like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> oh, yeah, how did we end up here? <laughs> so we obviously didn't sleep, but we just sort of sat I was going to say, you, like you couldn't, right? No, nah, so yeah. wide. And again, we don't need to go into like, this is, this is a, a music podcast or whatever, entertainment podcast, but it's good for you to know a bit of my backstory. Um, 
I don't need to go full medical on, on what was occurring, but her levels were almost high enough that it gets to an exchange level. So there's like a, a brain-blood barrier. I don't understand this fully again because I was getting all this information in the early in the hours. the peak of, of shock and adrenaline, like you're not so, suggesting that. And you know you don't want to Google jaundice, oh, severe jaundice because no the results are, are bad. But effectively if um, it becomes toxic, right, if your body can't eliminate this Billy Rubin stuff. So it uh, can cause deafness, blindness, but all sorts of issues with the mm. brain. <laughs> so we're like, we've got to get this level down. <laughs> yeah. It came down. Fantastic. So now it's like a monitoring thing. So she's still in intensive care having all this monitoring and phototherapy. And then what they need to do is they needed to wean her off that. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's just just fascinating. Like uh, her DSAT level, so um, how much oxygen was in the blood, that, that was dropping too. Like, oh, why is that? So all these like things were, were troubleshooting. Balance, and you're yeah. constantly looking at stats on paper, like what's going on? And all we can do is wait. And when they took her off the phototherapy, then she had to bounce back. So even though she was doing really well, the levels started to, to go back up. So then you've got to make decisions, all right, do we do something else or is this a problem with her liver or is this kidney or is, like, is there something more sinister happening in the background that we're not sure of? Well, all we can do is wait. So she went from intensive care down to special care and then uh, went into a room with Rachel where she still had phototherapy but it was not as intense uh, the disappointing thing was is that when they took her off that treatment, she had another bounce back where she effectively went almost back to the same level as when we rushed her to emergency. So... How long are they letting... How long does that bounce back period occur? Everyone's different. So like within 20 minutes or is it like within no, two hours? No, no, five hours. Yeah, it was okay, like so four by the time the next... Yeah. Mm, yeah. Still, that's quick, like five hours. Yeah, for levels just to Go start returning. straight back so, where they were. So it's been three weeks... And we're now starting to get back into normality. Ali's going to be fine. And, you know, when you look at what some kids go through compared to what we've gone through, you know, it's just, it's, it's just circumstantially, it was such a scary position as parents to be in to face that level of severity in such a short amount of time um, that it has really rocked us. Oh, it would do that to anyone, any parent. Mm. Uh, Whether it was your first, your second, your fifth, like yeah. that type of experience changes you. Yeah. So the other crazy thing was is when we we got home, and I haven't told you this yet, um, a friend of ours who has terminal cancer called and said, hey, guys, um, not doing so great. Uh, the heart's starting to, to fail. Would really love to meet Ali. So we took her up to, to see him and uh, – Again, just confronting as hell. Mm. Um, he's so skinny and underweight, but his legs are ballooning because he doesn't have the the return and he's on morphine. So it's like just any minute now. Um, so life and death, you know. So we said our final goodbyes. Like I hugged my mate for the last time and I just said oh, to man. him like, it's funny because blokes, we don't really say I love you, do we? Not Ever. enough. Not enough. Not enough, man. And I, I just said, I love you, bro. Um, I mean, there was this stuff you didn't even need to say. You yeah. just knew it. Um, but it's been a really fucked three weeks. To, to, yeah. To, say dude, it. to put it blankly, everybody. It's just one of those things. And I'm sure there's, there's, there's some serious shit going on around the world and lots of people have their, their battles. And we really just take so much shit for granted. And most of that is oxygen. Like yeah. waking up 
the next day. We just take it for granted. We just do. So I'm going to send this episode to some family and friends just so they're updated with where right. Rach and I are up to yeah. because, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of parts of the story I've missed. And I asked Rach this morning in the kitchen before I left. I was like, hey, are you cool if I talk about this? Just like, it's your story too. Yeah. So I've given my version. I'm really proud of Rach. She's handled it so fucking well. I was just waiting for the opportunity to say that she is like the, you know, we have to shine a light on her at least a little bit today because, you know, not only were you going through this, but I couldn't imagine what it would have been like for her too. Oh, she's been incredible and I need to to cut her more slack because, you know, we haven't slept in three weeks. Oh, I can't imagine what your life has been like, man. (laughs) Like yeah, you have very little in the tank to give to to your your each partner. Other. This, yeah, this will test you. It, it really has, but it also also definitely brought us much closer. We we missed each other terribly at the nights where we were separated in the hospital. Mm. And you're just like, wow, after ten years, that's so special to still have that. Well, look, you know, we can we can wrap it up with just that. That's the situation, and when we when we come back, it will be all back to to normal, happy forecast days. But uh, to anybody else out there, if you are going through something. And you want, you know, to reach out to, to someone who gets it, you know. Chief and I are here for, for our crew. Like it's, it's just not a unilateral thing, you know. Like, okay, we've, we've messaged Skrillex because we want him to jump in on the podcast next week. He's probably not going to get it, right? If you message us, we'll get it. So oh, yeah. uh, reach out to the forecast on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. That's probably the, the best place for DMs. Yeah. Thank you to everybody that comments on YouTube. Uh, I know we've been a bit slack because we're human. But we do, we do see the comments and it's super motivating. Alex and I had a, a, quite a serious chat about where this is all going and we're very excited to just keep stepping up the production quality and where we see the forecast headed because I think it's just such an integral part of both our journeys now in the music industry. That's in, in a nutshell what we've been going through. The, the key takeaway is it was an experience. Uh, we came out the other end in a really good place. Things are currently going really well. And if anything does develop, we will we will let our audience know. But it's uh, it's all green light. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Alex, the chief, the Don, for uh, giving me some airtime today to explain what's been happening. Uh, it's been quite cathartic, I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, stay tuned. All right. See you later.